Hello, Radiant Souls. We are the Sisters at Stray. I'm Manda. And I'm Malia. The Two Woke Sisters podcast brings you tangible knowledge to practically apply the powerful trifecta of mindfulness, meditation, and manifestation, and to understand how you can reprogram your mind to live in your fullest expression of joy and to fulfill your soul's purpose on this planet. Through a collection of thought-provoking and mystical conversations in the fields of holistic health, spirituality, and personal development, with thought leaders, visionaries, healers, artists, teachers, and change makers from all over the world, Two Woke Sisters podcast will enlighten your perspective on the universe we live in. We envision a world where all beings are activating their fullest potential and joyously sharing their unique gifts, where we break free from these tiny boxes society tries to hold us in, and where we dive deep into understanding and loving our highest selves. This is the path we are creating with Two Woke Sisters Podcast. Hello, our beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Two Woke Sisters Podcast. Today we're doing a bit more of a casual episode. It's a little something we like to call a food for thought Friday. (laughs) Friday. It's supposed to be an echo effect. We're still working on that. (laughs) So, (laughs) Okay, so today we wanted to talk to you about our best tips and recommendations for working from home. This is something we've gotten a few requests for talking about as we're making this transition into social distancing and working from home. And we feel this would be helpful. We've been working from home for about two years now. We've actually been traveling all over the world, working from wherever we can set up office. So we have quite a few tips and tricks we would like to offer you and see how you can make them work for yourself. So before we dive too far in today, there's something we wanted to share with all of you beautiful souls. Sisters That Stray is launching a monthly membership. Yes, the Light Warriors Rising membership. This is a long time coming, but we feel like the timing couldn't be better right now. We feel like this is the best way that we can show up and serve you guys right now. So this membership is going to be full of all the tools, the support, the practices, and the resources that you need to keep your body healthy, your mindset strong. And the best part is the live virtual events. This is how we're going to stay connected as a community. This is how we're going to come together and to continue to lift each other up, to inspire each other, to motivate each other, hold each other accountable. This is a time where we need to step into our power and to grow as leaders in our communities. You can find all of the details at sistersthatstray.com. We'll link that up in the show notes. Now let's get into it. So Leah and I have been Yeah, working from home for a while now, and we've been gathering what works best, what doesn't work best. It's really all about creating this schedule, this routine that works best for you. So going with your flow, with the current rather than against it. So we're going to share what works best for us and some tools and tips you can use, but we highly recommend finding what works for you. Exactly. And it's also about setting some boundaries. We're all about healthy boundary setting. And this is really important when you're working from home, when you're working in a space 
that you also live in, right? And you share it probably with other people too. So boundaries are key. These are also tools and tips that you can use even if you're not necessarily working from home. Maybe you have like a big project that you're working on, a big creative project. These productivity tips can apply to any type of project really. One of the beauties of working from home is all the freedom it creates for you, but you have to be careful with that. You still have to create some sort of routines for yourself, mm -hmm. some sort of structure. Mm -hmm. So that's our first tip of the day is your morning routine. So when you wake up and you work from home, do not, I repeat, do mm -hmm. not go straight into your work because then you're giving your work all of you. Exactly. And it's so important to have some sort of morning ritual, morning routine where you first pour into yourself rather than going straight into work. So for us, we have our morning ritual that we do every morning. So we wake up, we do some sort of movement, meditation, and journaling. We also have like our time for coffee and where we really just hang out a little bit with each other and with ourselves before we even consider what our workday looks like. Exactly. You need that moment of grounding. And we always are talking about morning routines. It's what we swear by. We have a whole episode about it if you need help getting set up with a morning routine. So now that you may be working from home, you have a little bit of extra time that you're saving from maybe what you would have been spending commuting to work. So now is actually the perfect time to set up a morning routine because you've been blessed with a little bit of extra time in your day. Exactly. So what that could possibly look at look like is you wake up and you have a 20 minute meditation and then you get your journal out and you journal what you're grateful for, um, your intentions for the day, what you're releasing. You do that for about 30 minutes. Maybe you dive into a nice book for a few minutes and then get some movement in. Maybe that's a walk outside. Maybe that's a yoga flow workout from home, whatever it looks like for you, a dance, just get your body moving, your mindset right, and get in a good space before you even think about um, diving into work for the day. This helps you to enter your workspace from a place of inner peace, inner power, and clarity. That's always my favorite part, because I used to start my days jumping straight into answering emails, and I just would get sucked up into the chaos and and everything I needed to be doing for the day. And then I would just lose sight of the big picture. And that's the beautiful part of this morning routine is it helps you to get a really good perspective on the big picture, which will help you throughout your day. So we're creating space for ourselves and we are not going straight into work when we wake up. That's the foundation here. That's where you have to start. That's okay. rule one. And rule two is take a shower, <laughs> wash your face, change your clothes. <laughs> and act like you're going somewhere. So even if you literally do not leave the house the whole day, put on like a presentable outfit, like brush your hair, whatever it is to make you feel decent because you have to show up for yourself. Exactly. And take it from us, if you try to work in your jam jams all day, it's not good. It doesn't <laughs> work, you guys. So seriously, you have to like make yourself show up for yourself. Mm -hmm. Even if literally no one's going to see you all day long, mm -hmm. show up for yourself. Think about when you put on an outfit that you just feel really good in and think about the way that makes you feel. You know, when you see yourself in the mirror, you're like, mm, I look good. It's the same idea. Put on something that makes you feel good, makes you feel like a boss. Really take care of yourself and 
this is going to make you feel like you're really showing up at a place of work. You're taking yourself seriously. You're showing up as a professional and that's how you will present yourself in your work as well. Exactly. And you can still have fun with it because you are working from home. So like sometimes we dress to like the colors we're channeling. Like yesterday, mm -hmm. Amanda was wearing these really earthy colors and she was really channeling this element of the earth. And mm -hmm. I was like, you literally look like the earth. Like I can <laughs> get that from your essence right now because that's what she was dressed like. And sometimes we'll wear like bright yellow if we're super cheerful or channeling mm -hmm. our solar plexus so you can still have fun with it because you have that freedom of working from home where like you don't actually have to match or you don't have to wear something maybe you would normally wear in the office exactly you can express yourself so have fun with that and embrace that part of this whole experience yes all right tip number three okay now we're getting into your work day you ready <laughs> so you're diving in work. okay so let's start with creating your workspace it cannot be in your bed. It can't be on your couch. It's not a great idea. <laughs> it has to be away from distractions. So for us, it can't be in the kitchen because then we're just going to be snacking all day. Like, And then you, you're looking at your dishes that need to be done. Mm -hmm. So think about where you can create a workspace that's away from distractions and it's really a grounding space. So our desk is right in front of our window so we can look outside the whole day and we get fresh air coming in. Every day when we enter our workspace, we sage the space. We set it up so it's really organized and ready to just get into our workflow. So what is that for you? And maybe you're not working with a lot of space because you weren't perhaps expecting to be working from home. That's okay, we can still make it work, don't panic. All you really need is a tiny little like desk space of some sort and like a chair. So find where the energy feels right, where it's away from distractions, and set up a workspace. Yes, that's important. Because you don't want to get stuck working from bed, that's <laughs> working from productive. the couch. That's never productive. Because it's important that you're still separating your work from your home. Exactly. It's two separate things. Exactly. You don't want to mix the two. Even That's a, another important part about maybe working near your kitchen you don't want to mix work and meals, like work and family, because um, the kitchen can be a really sacred space where you're preparing food for yourself and eating, and that should be a whole sacred experience all by itself. So you don't want to mix that up with work, just like you wouldn't want to mix work and sleep. So same reason you want to get, make sure your space is outside of your bedroom. Exactly, because your bed is for sleeping. And if you mix other things with your bed, then you're not going to get the quality sleep that you need. Now it's time to get organized. This is key. Getting into your workflow, you're getting into your workspace. Now it's time to get organized. So what does your workday need to look like? Mm -hmm. Here's our tip one. Your to-do list has to be doable. Do not put so much on your to-do list that you're not going to get even a portion of it done because at the end of your day, you're going to look at it and feel like you weren't productive enough, feel like you didn't do enough, feel like you have so much more to do. So you're already stressed out for the next day. This is a huge no-no. You can't do that. Only mm -hmm. put, okay, have one to-do list that's like a running to-do list. So it's like everything that you kind of need to be doing in the next week or month or so. And then your day to-do list is only like, two to five items that you know you can get done in that day and be really realistic with yourself we still sometimes there's usually one or two items on our daily to-do lists mm -hmm. that we don't get to 
So but we still know that like the first three are like we have to do these things and then the rest are like they're prioritized. Mm-hmm, exactly. So that you don't feel like you end your work day and you didn't check everything off your list and then mm-hmm. like it's I have little... so much to do tomorrow, like I'm not going to rest well, should I just keep working the rest of the evening? Mm-hmm. No. And it can feel demoralizing when right now especially we want to keep the morale high, we want you to feel motivated and productive. So be really realistic with yourself when you're writing these to-do lists and only write down what you feel you can really accomplish in the day. Here's another tip to go along with that is time blocks. So think about how long each thing is going to take you to complete, and then that's how you know how much you have time for. We also love using time blocks if you have, if you feel like you're bouncing around a lot, time blocks are perfect for this because you can literally just sit down and you start a timer and you tell yourself, okay, I'm only going to spend an hour on this task. You start the timer and you know you only have an hour to work on this, so you're not going to be flipping around to other distractions or other tasks because you only have this one task to focus on within the hour. When the hour's up, you set the task away. Even if you're not completed with it, set it away and move on to the next task, the next time block. This has helped us so much, especially when we feel like we can't focus or there's a million things to be doing exactly so where do i even start like we have honestly like 20 tabs open on our computers at all times (laughs) so if we stay on one tab for one hour and complete something and then we move on it's much more productive than going back and forth to all these tabs and working a little here and a little here because your brain power is way more productive and powerful if you're focused on one thing for a set amount of time rather Mm -hmm. than 10 things for who knows how long. It just doesn't make sense. Concentrating your effort here. And especially if you're an entrepreneur because we feel you, you have a million things to be doing. You're doing the roles of 20 people in Mm -hmm. your business. And so these time blocks are so, so helpful for prioritizing your to-do list and your time. Your time management is key here. Yes. So let's talk about if you're working from home and you're not alone. You're probably not alone. You probably have kids or family members, a partner, a roommate, a roommate, a cat. (laughs) (laughs) So you need healthy boundaries. This is going to be so important. So that's another reason why creating a workspace is really important because you can literally set boundaries around that workspace and say, this is my workspace. Please honor this space. And when I'm here working in this space, you know, honor that. So you want to just barge into my office, right? I would hope not. So ask them for the same respect that they would have as if this was your regular office. Working from home also demands a lot of discipline oh yeah because you can't just be it's not just like a (laughs) free-for-all you still actually have to be focused and committed and engaged in your work exactly so that's why we say you definitely need a clear workspace you can't just be chilling on the couch because you're just not going to be productive that way Mm -hmm. so setting boundaries with the people that you live with is very important and setting clear breaks in your day Oh, yeah. So what you want to do is you want to have a clear start time and off time in your day for sure so that you can transition from home to work life. And you also want to have set breaks. So this is where you have to figure out what works for you. What hours are you most productive Mm -hmm. and how long can you stay focused at a time? 
we stay super focused for about like an hour to an hour and a half on one task and then we take a few minute break so like a five minute break to walk around the house go outside put our feet in the earth to breathe some fresh air and to just soak in the outdoors and really just ground ourselves yeah and then we feel refreshed we can come back to our work and get straight back into it so it's finding what works for you and it's finding what hours of the day you're most productive, when you're most creative, when you feel yes. most active, when you feel most tired. So we've structured our days around that. We're most creative in the mornings. So the mornings are for writing and creative work. And then we feel our most tired in about like the afternoon around two to three o'clock. So that's when we take an afternoon walk. That gets us energized and all that fresh air in our lungs and our body moving, we come back and we're able to focus a couple more hours until we call it a day. This is something that I'm actually really passionate about because I this was what I hated the most about working for other people, about working these nine to fives, is because not everybody is the most productive between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. Also, if you're really focused, you can get all your work done that you need to get done within maybe a couple of hours rather than an eight hour day. This used to drive me crazy when I felt just trapped in my cubicle and I felt chained to these hours that were not serving me. Like Leah said, we feel our most creative and productive in the mornings. So that helps us so much when we're planning out our days. And it also helps you to kind of tune into this natural rhythm and flow that you have. I mean, maybe you're the opposite. Maybe you're way more productive in the evenings. So you can set aside time in your evenings to work on creative projects, to get what you really need to get done when, if, when you're feeling your most productive. I mean, this is your time really to find what your natural rhythm is and then use that to your advantage. Yeah, this is because not everybody is going to be the most productive between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. The point is here, you have the freedom to set up what works for you. Set up your structure of your day with what works best for you. So work with that, use that, use it to your advantage. Think about stepping up to the plate and really being a leader in your life, really being the boss, like step into the role of the boss, the CEO, Ooh. the leader, this light warrior of yeah. your own life. Like you're at home working from home like a boss right now so even if you are working for somebody else doesn't matter show up to work with that ceo mindset one of our last tips for you is like we mentioned having a clear time where you are off so now it's whatever time maybe it's three o'clock maybe it's five o'clock and you're off so you close yes. your computer you put your workspace away so like have it kind of like closed down we have we're very blessed to have a space in our home where it's just our office so we close the door to it and like office is closed <laughs> so make the decision to stop replying to emails stop doing anything work related and switch into home life so maybe this is the time where you get into your kitchen and you start cooking a really nutritious meal for yourself or you play with your kids or you take your dog on a walk do something that's for you again this is your time to pour back into yourself so work is over and now you're home. So exactly. it's switching from that work life to that home life. So this is a good, good chance actually to set up a night routine as well or evening routine. So maybe you like to sit down with a book and a hot cup of tea or do some yoga and a workout, whatever it is, pour back into yourself at this time. And you can create 
a creative project at this time. Maybe there's something you've been trying to find the time to work on. This is a great opportunity for that. Absolutely. And the very final, final tip is phones away. This changes our day when we show up to work and we put our phones in another room. Sometimes it's not always possible because, you know, Instagram be popping, we have to be on social media for work, for the things that we're doing, but whenever possible, we try to leave our phones in the other room. It's incredible how much more productive you can be when your phone is not even next to you. If it's in another room, you know, you don't have the opportunity to just like pick it up and answer every single text message that's coming through or look at every single notification. It's completely out of sight, out of mind, and it <clears throat> and it does wonders for your productivity and for your mental health. I mean, right now, especially, just taking healthy breaks from your phone in general, not even talking in the context of working from home, but just in general right now, taking healthy breaks from social media, from technology, from your phone is so necessary. You can also, if you have to have your phone next to you or on for work, you can delete the apps that distract you. Oh, yeah, that's, that's an option, idea. you guys. You can do that. <laughs> and then re-download them when you're ready to get back on them. So if it's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and it's just distracting during your work hours, just delete them. That is an option. That is an option. <laughs> we forget about that. Okay, Sunbeams, we hope that was helpful to you and that you are getting your workspace ready and you're being a boss in your own life and stepping up to the plate as a leader, creating your own reality, creating a reality that you love to live in. Yes, this is an opportunity. This is absolutely an opportunity. This is an opportunity for so many things, for creative projects, for coming home to yourself. To step up as a leader. So if you're an entrepreneur, show up as that digital CEO that you are. If you're still working for someone else, that's okay. Show up as the CEO anyways and be a leader. I mean, you might even get a raise out of this by leading the example for all of your other coworkers. It's also an opportunity to start practicing discipline and commitment. We have certainly learned a lot in our own journey of working from home and entrepreneurship. So if you have any questions about anything we talked about, if you're still looking for more tips, feel free to reach out to us. We do love talking business. And don't forget the Light Warriors membership is launching Monday and we cannot wait to see you inside. We're so excited to just get to be virtually connected and uplift each other. There's so much incredible content inside. Yes. All of our courses are inside. All of the workbooks and journaling prompts we've ever created, literally everything we've ever created is inside. And you have lifetime access to it as long as you're a member for only $33 a month, you guys. It's We're crazy. doing live virtual yoga classes, live meditations, moon rituals. We're doing live workshops. We have special guests. We'll have special podcast episodes only available to you. Um, all kinds of trainings are on there. These past few weeks, these past few days have been very intense. A lot of change going on, but we do just want to say that all change is good. And the more we surrender, the more we open up to the opportunity and the beauty in all of this. Our earth is healing right now, and there is a new world being birthed, and we are all part of that. We are making human history, and the more we can come together as a collective and uplift each other and 
just come together at this time rather than dividing and separating, the better it's going to be, the better it's going to be. And we can create this new earth. So what do you want in your new earth? This is a great opportunity to be revisiting and reevaluating what's working and what's not working. Because we've been gifted this clean slate, this fresh start, this sacred pause, a sacred disruption in your regular programming to rediscover what it means to be human, to rediscover this entire human experience, to rediscover your dreams, to rediscover your goals, and to start carving out a new way of being, a new way of living, so that when all of this does blow over and we do get back to our normal lives, it's you not have, normal anymore. It's, it's not new. normal anymore, exactly. This is actually amazing. When you when we say things will never go back to the way they were, that can actually be a really, really empowering, positive thing. And right now on this planet, there is a collective of souls uprising and waking up. This is the awakening and you play a huge role in that. So if you feel a tingling inside of your soul, a nudge inside of your heart, we would love to have you inside of Light Warriors Rising. It's going to be epic. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the link is in the show notes and we will see you inside. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Two Woke Sisters podcast. Please share the love and light by sharing it with a friend or a family member, sharing it on your social media. You can also leave us a review on iTunes and support us on our Patreon page. We love you all so much. Thank you so much for all the support that we receive from all of you. And we're so proud of all of you sunbeams. We see you stepping up and we couldn't be more proud of each one of you. Thank you for what you do and we will talk to you next time.